Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean. <laughs> and that's it, just Sean. All right, this is Della Photo. How are you guys doing today? You know, new, new, new Saturday, new episode. This is our 148th. Number 150 is coming up soon. Yeah. We've been doing it for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How was your week? You know, it was pretty good. Normal week. Um... Nothing too crazy. Things getting back into full swing. You know, I am getting ready to go to prom here later tonight, so that should be interesting. Going to be chaperoning. See, uh, see all the kiddos out, you know, dressed all up. What's the theme? Hollywood. Mm. So, I don't know. Uh, there's what supposed to be a red do, carpet, yeah. supposedly. And, you know, like, they walk in with, like, paparazzi, so, like, they can take pictures. Of the, not, like, actual paparazzi, but... Mm. You know, they can take pictures of each other as they're walking in. I have no idea. I just was, they like, do you, we need volunteers. I was like, sure. Yeah. So how's it going to look on the inside then? Just like I stars? No, bro, I have, like, no, that's I know kind of nothing vague. about It's kind of this. vague and broad. I, have, I know nothing about this. I don't pay attention to this type of shit anyway. Yeah, but you I could have told you. I didn't even, I was like, did my problem have a theme? Who knows? Maybe. It's not the type... Not the type of thing I've ever been yeah. attention to. <laughs> yeah, because mine was at the like the GSR, and I forgot what the theme was. But yeah. yeah, mine was at the GSR, my senior prom. But my junior prom, I think, was at the uh, same place. This is at the uh, convention center. So yeah, well, I I just got done with the, like the mimosa crawl. <laughs> How was that? People wilding out. <laughs> I guess people were standing in line, eleven o'clock already at the eddy and it was it started at 12 and people were in line at 11 so people were excited you know any, <laughs> i mean sun's out i remember those days mm-hmm. yeah a relatively nice day I people mean, were wilding out i'm sure they were a lot of people were out and uh yeah those wild. wine walks used to be wild bro mm-hmm. i remember i remember i remember <laughs> shout out johnny mm-hmm. 18 in a row that's a lot. That's very consistent. <laughs> yeah. Probably as, cons- as consistent as the ladies who put ice in their Chardonnay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I remember those days. People wild out. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Like, especially yeah. in the middle of the day. Never underestimate the power of the of day drinking to the yeah. older crowd. It was like 12 to 6. So, obviously, I left early because of this. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. People dressed up. People, yeah. Who knows for what reason? I didn't people can get tossed before before the sun goes down. Yeah. Mm. Underrated. <laughs> it's underrated. They're gonna have a struggle tomorrow yeah, with people. all the champagne and the cheap champagne they're drinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. the sugar too. Mm-hmm. Worst types of hangovers. But anyways, we have some special guests with us yes. this week. Returning guests too. 
And I think we figured it's been four years since you guys were last year. But uh, welcome, Sylvia and Samora, back to the show. Welcome. Hey, hey, thank you for having us. Yeah, last time it was like, welcome, youth poets. (laughs) But I guess we shouldn't call you youth now. You guys are adults. Dang, you can still call us youth. Like, damn. (laughs) We're not that old, okay? (laughs) I didn't want to insult you or anything, you know? It's weird because some people want to be older. Then when you're old, you want to be younger. Mm Mm-hmm. You're never. always fighting against something. <laughs> yeah, never never accepting anything. Never. <laughs> but anyways, Sylvia and Samora, you guys, last time we talked, four years ago, I guess you guys had just started college. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. And now you're about to graduate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're synchronized. <laughs> it's wild. It's really I bet wild it is. Mm-hmm. So we have some, you know, college-themed questions for you guys because, you know, a lot of our listeners, college was a long time ago. And like all things, it changes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure some people would love to hear some of the biggest misconceptions you guys had about college. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is our <laughs> question of the week mm-hmm. to start okay. off the icebreaker. So, yeah, what were some misconceptions you had going into college that you're like, wow, it's not like that at all? Um, I think I, in my head, I was like, everyone has a party and I, you know, everyone's going to be like out here crazy, but I'm really more like a chiller person. So I'm just like, uh, I, you know, I go to a party occasionally, but it's not as wild as like, you can't make it wild. Yeah. But it's not as wild as I thought it was. Well, like what show did movies is like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the, you know, top 10% of the, you know, the average person doesn't live that mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Like Van Wilder and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me... I thought like everybody, like everybody would be like popular or like there'd be like these po- this group of like popular people. Like and- high school. <laughs> yeah, like high school. But like, like I don't, I don't know. It's too many like coming of age stories of like it gets all, it all gets better when you go. Kids to Kids are way more chill these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than, uh, I mean, compared to when I was in school as a, as a high school teacher, I'm like, wow, these kids are pretty. It's not like. She was rough. <laughs> like people were such worse people to each other. The, you know, the bullying was oh, out of control. Yeah. I feel like, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not us. I mean, it still goes on, but kids are in general just more empathetic towards each other. Yeah, even when we're in at Wooster, I really don't think there was like people like you know how they always make the conception of like the mean girls. Like I really yeah. don't even think people were that no, pressed. I don't, yeah, I wasn't paying attention like that, but I knew who that <laughs> if there was who it was. Yeah, because I feel like movies they zone in on one thing and they obviously it's a movie. So it's like they blow it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What was the now we do have some younger listeners, including former students or students of mine who might be beginning to start college. What was the hardest transition going from high school to college? Um, I know, again, yeah. we know you guys were exceptional students. So you maybe <laughs> don't represent the normal, ex- you know, the average student's experience. Yeah, um, I think the hardest thing is, is that there's, hmm. It's a, que- it's a good question. It's not necessarily going from high school to college, but the one thing about college is there's not really anyone to tell you what to do after college. Like, everyone just expects you to go there. <laughs> but, like, they're, like... Once you're done, what figure, after that? Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. And, like, there's actually, like... Welcome to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I've been applying to, like... I've been applying to grad schools and stuff like that. And there's, like, all these, like, 
like a secret curriculum. Like there's all these different things you need to do to be a competitive grad student that they don't mm-hmm. tell you while you're sitting in the classes. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, I think for for me, it's like figuring out like what to do with your time. Like mostly if you like like some people can drive and they have cars, but like some some students don't. Like when I started um, college, I didn't. But it's also like becoming an adult because like even though you're really you could be really smart, you're really dumb in a lot of ways. So like <laughs> I was talking <laughs> I was talking to my brother and I was just like, yeah, I was doing my taxes, I got my tax return, I got I got to turn in all my stuff. And he was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you're gonna figure this out. But like <laughs> no one tells you, and so you just have to like figure it out until like. Get credit scores and shit. Yeah. Yes. It's like a credit score. <laughs> and now everything's important. Yeah. yeah. What's a deductible? You know? <laughs> what can you use? What can't you what use? What can you write off? And mm-hmm. what can't you? My dad still be asking me questions about my insurance. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I just pay them every month. I just want to say insurance. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's insurance? Yeah. I pay something. They might cover me. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know what's insurance. You got to make your own dentist there. appointments and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, those are the worst. Oh, my gosh. I feel like our generation is also really fucking antisocial. Yeah. So a lot of people just hate phone calls. So the the thought of just like... I hate phone calls. <laughs> I like to I talk like, to a receptionist. Yeah, yeah, I don't like dealing with computers on on a phone. <laughs> or, you know, somebody who doesn't care. Like either mm. I want to talk in person or just let me do it into a computer myself. That's fair. I think just like just in general, just like talking to anybody is just like, oh, I have to do that. I know like a long time ago, uh, myself, Samora and our friend Jenny, um, were trying to get like some pizza. And I was just like, Okay, go ahead and call them and they looked at me funny, like I like I'd grown like a third head. I was just like no, you can just call them. They're just like, No, why would you do that? You can order online. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> Skynet took over. Can't even talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's the question of the week. Thanks for mm. indulging us and dropping your knowledge as college students. Because I'm like, <laughs> I graduated college, you know, a long time ago. I, don't even I just remember. thought of something else. <laughs> what? What, is it? what is it? Making friends. Okay. Yes. It's not like high school where you're like stuck in a class with these people. Like you go to your college. <laughs> yeah. Like you go to the college class. People may or may not come, mm-hmm. and you do not talk to each other the way you think you. <laughs> like you would yeah so like you have to actually like make an effort to like join clubs or do something to yeah. like hang out and stuff yeah mm-hmm. otherwise it's just like everybody has like their headphones in and like is staring at the ground mm-hmm. so writing notes you, yeah yeah what did you guys do you know to get put yourselves out there and meet new people we just kept the same friends <laughs> 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 that's some real shit though honestly like we met like people who came we and didn't. left <laughs> yeah people who came and left but like the long lasting friendships is still just me so we and Jenny yeah wow mm. you said Jenny too yeah mm-hmm. that's cool hopefully that lasts forever <laughs> well it probably should now you know yeah I'm like damn yeah when you get our age you know you don't have as many friends as, like from mm-hmm. pre-college, Ooh, you know, yeah, it's because mm-hmm. you get older. People like they kind of spread out a little bit, and it's just tough to hang out. Yeah, yeah Caesar and I just Adulting. got <laughs> got uh, invited to a joint uh, high school reunion because COVID. So like two years were canceled, so they're doing three years at once. Oh, and I was like 20, I mean, twenty year reunion. That's a, that's a lot. I didn't even go to my first one, so I'm and I was like, yeah, one. like 
no one I talk to really seems to want to go. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel very little for these people. Yeah. But because like like you guys is just like the core <laughs> friends, right? Yeah. And then so I wasn't friends with a, like some people in high school. Like, why am I gonna go? I still talk to the same people in high school all the time. It's hard to hang out with your normal friends, <laughs> your actual friends. I want to go hang out with some people I used to maybe might have been friends with 20 years ago. Uh, Dang, that sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, follow your heart, Sean. <laughs> Damn, that sounds bad. Anyways. Anyways, bad on Sean. Now to some positive stuff. Yeah. So you guys, um, obviously we had you on before because you were youth poets mm-hmm. as part of the Spoken Views Collective. You started something up at the university. A poetry cl- is it a poetry club? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. What it is? So it's called Wolf Speaks, and it's a poetry club that we like focus on like the whole process of writing and performing. So we take kids at like any stage that they're at. We have like writing workshops, we have revision workshops, and we have performance workshops. And then we also hold like events, specifically like open mics, like throughout the throughout the, like the semester. Yeah, and so um. Like, how we'd, like, divide the work, kind of, is, like, Sylvia's the more of, like, the host, you know, does the events. And I do, I like doing a lot of the workshop stuff, so I'm coming up with prompts and things like that. So, that's how we, like, share the responsibility. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the, the two of you started that? With Jenny. The, yes. With, <laughs> with Jenny. <laughs> we can't so forget the, about Jenny. So, the three of you started this? Yes. Wow. And uh, is it just the three of you that's still running? How long has it been going on? The last... It was our birthday last. Yeah, it was our birthday, like April sixth, but twenty eighteen is when we started. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so the <laughs> <laughs> four, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And uh, do you know if it's gonna keep going once you guys leave? Mm, we don't know because yeah. a lot of our um, members members graduated like during COVID. Yeah, and so then we didn't meet during COVID, mm-hmm. and so. People we have now are like they're really chill, but they're like very much freshmen. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, take them under your wing, show them the ropes. <laughs> I know. Little, <laughs> little padawan. So you guys, yeah, you guys can they can continue what you guys started. Yeah, yeah, we'd love that. Like, you know, it would be cool to wouldn't it be cool to come back like ten years and see if it's still, it's still there, out? growing, thriving. Oh, that would make my heart mm-hmm. so happy. You're like I started this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm the original. Yeah. Yes, you guys could be telling your story like to them, like. Yeah. Oh, we came up with this, you know, sitting around doing blah, 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 blah. Oh, I kind of like that when um, we were in a club called Able, Able Women. Um, and the, we had, I don't think it, it was like a brunch. It's not like a Founders Day, but a little brunch. And like the original people who like started it, I think they're like, they were in their 40s at the time. They're just like, yeah, like we started this shit. And I was like, that's oh, actually that's really cool. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That should be you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <With Will> speaks. <laughs> If they're holding and popping events, I'll be so happy. Mm-hmm. What made you guys, you know, start this club? Um, it all started. Well, at first, um, Nat was at UNR for a little bit, and she was trying to get it started. But I think just something happened and it didn't work. And so when we got up there, we were just like, you know what? I want to do poetry because we were doing like makeshift. Mm-hmm. Po- we weren't like a club, but we were like <laughs> making everybody from like we used to do high school high school poetry with yeah come to UNR and yeah. in a study room and like do poetry so we're like we might as well just make it a real club mm-hmm. and so um that's like one of the main reasons yeah we just couldn't imagine not doing poetry like in high school because like it was it was a big part of like 
my life in because I, I had joined like my senior year of high school, but it had just been um such an important part and like has like pretty like much shaped like who I am. So I was just like, I can't imagine not doing this in college. And we also wanted to go to Cup C. Which oh, was, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Which, Explain that to the listeners. So Cup C is uh I believe it's international. It's like an international college po- spoken word poetry competition. And we were just like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool to do that? And we got to the reality of it. We're just like, we can't, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> not at this, not at this, this stage. Yeah, but we like refocused our, fo- our focus and we decided to actually like focus on the stuff that like the kitties wanted. Mm-hmm. And so that's like really just chilling, vibing and creating great poetry. Yeah. And if like they want to in the future, two cupsy, like that would be super cool. Yeah. But you got to get that like foundation there first. Mm-hmm. So you guys have just been kind of teaching a poetry class, basically. Being mentors and things. We do cool stuff. We did retreats. <laughs> <laughs> that was her favorite part. <laughs> yeah, we Where'd you guys go on the retreat? Went to Tahoe, and we mm. did. Um, it was like unofficial to retreat for the first time, but mm. they had the um, Sierra Sierra College. Yes, yeah. Sierra Nevada College. Yes, yes they had the slam. <clears throat> so we like took our kitties down there and mm-hmm. did that. So that was cute, and then we had the second one. The second retreat, we had, I think, Yvando mm-hmm. come up and, like, teach, like, an actual, like, poetry workshop. And MJ Yvando, who is your former coach. high school yeah. teacher Co- and coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teacher for Samora, coach for for both of us. She's been on the podcast. She was on our – we did a teacher pod. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Shout out to MJ. You. I saw her last Saturday at the event and hadn't seen her in a while. She's, she's still teaching at Wooster. Or no. at Sparks, I mean. Sparks, Yeah. yeah. I always get those uh, two yeah. confused. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think she's chilling out. She has her book club. Yeah, that that's actually popping. Really, like really doing, like doing well. Like she she started this um, pot like book club for like women of color, and so then they like meet every every month, every like few weeks, and like talk about a book club, check in, do like some fun stuff. That's cool. That mm-hmm. sounds like her. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in this book club? Yeah. Like at the beginning, and then like we got back into school, and that it just, just like I didn't have the time anymore. School, school takes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that you're about to graduate, what are you guys looking to do? First of all, what are your what are your majors? Um, I'm majoring in social work. You have a minor. I do have a minor <laughs> with a minor in psychology. Cool. Okay. 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 Um, I'm majoring in English and also um, anthropology, and my minor is in women's studies. And what are you guys going to do? Where do you picture? So I asked this to my students. I asked the other day. I was like, I don't want to freak you guys out, but can you picture where you're going to be one year from now? Oh, yeah. And they all were like, (laughs) no. All the anxiety hits. Can you guys can you guys picture what you'd be in one year? Yeah, well, just because well, we've already, already made plan, I've yeah, already, already made know. plans for one year. She okay. already knows. <laughs> oh, two steps ahead. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, it gives me anxiety. Not, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good though. Talk what are you about. gonna do? So I'm gonna go to grad school, and so um, I got accepted into like Texas State, Nebraska. Um, where is it? UNLV and another place. What is the last place? Oh, Central Florida. Yeah, University of Central Florida. Yes. So I'm going to go to one of those. That's um, a wide range yes. of schools. Yeah. Well, I did it mostly for the program. I'm going to do forensic anthropology, so bones and stuff like that. And so um, those are like some pretty good programs. So I'm pretty excited. 
How are you gonna make your choice yeah. between Vegas, <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, Florida, Texas, and Nebraska? Yeah, it was like okay, it was a lot of stuff that went into it, but mostly the funding is what really went into it because the master's programs ooh. they don't want to give you money like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> they like ooh take out them loans so the, there was one school that's like girl you know you only got to take out a little bit of loans <laughs> 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 like PhD students yeah. can like get full like, is it a secret can... then are you not telling people where you're going yet yeah. I feel like it's like no, I'm, you know, we're on ESPN I'm, and we're about I'm to like find the, out where you're committed I'm like thinking in my head we I'm need like, to have like the hat for you to put on you know like know. they do <laughs> gotta do a big reveal a couple yeah. episodes later. I know. Although the big reveal, like, well, no one I know would actually. <laughs> like, I can tell you guys. So. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, because it's supposed excited. to be like a. They're doing like a reveal, like, not this Monday, but next Monday. So Ooh. I gotta keep it on the low for the for the kitties at UNR. Uh, but can can we guess before? Can we, can we? Yeah, guess. All right, I'm going with. Where in Texas? Um, it's a San Marcos, but it's around Austin. It's like 15 minutes away. Okay. Where's the Nebraska one? Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going Texas. I'm saying Nebraska. You can guess. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. <laughs> what did you think before I was going to mm. go? Um, probably Florida. I was thinking that you were, that you were leaning heavy. More on Florida. Yep, I'm going to UNLV. Mm. <laughs> nice. All wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Swing and a miss. Yes. <laughs> it happens. So when are you moving to Las Vegas? Yeah. I want to move there as soon as possible. I'm trying so hard not to say anything about UNLV, but, you know. You can say it. <laughs> Were you that type of person who made fun of UNLV yes. as a Nevada student? Mm-hmm. Yes, I and did. And then now you're going there. Yeah, but like I feel like grad school is like, totally different than like, <laughs> Doesn't count undergrad. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a whole different... You're going there for the program and not necessarily, like, for the school like you do for undergrad. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I, in the year, I'm still waiting to hear back from some other universities. I am trying to get my master's in social work because I eventually want to become a licensed clinical social worker. Okay. Um, because I really want to be a therapist, like, that's like been my end goal like for a while now that's cool mm-hmm. yeah so i'm waiting to hear back and then if i just don't get in i'm thinking about moving down to vegas and just trying to work down there as a social worker together forever <laughs> <laughs> is jenny is jenny going to yeah what's jenny doing yeah, where, no. i'm curious now is she going to um i don't know jenny i don't i don't know she wants to be a therapist too yeah that's, that's her goal so she's She's definitely thinking about taking some courses and trying to get her get her master's too. She graduated with like her bachelor in, in psych. Mm-hmm. And I heard I only learned like last week that clinical psychology is a very hard major to get into. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I hope she does. That's why I went to social work because <laughs> <laughs> they're always looking for social workers somewhere. All the time, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a high demand. I mean, it's a tough. Oh my god! It's yeah. a tough job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of empathy involved, but also like <laughs> a lot of hard work. Yeah, dealing case yeah, loads dealing and, with yeah. you know Gosh. hurt people. No, mm. and then like they'll try to overwork you. Like oh, they yeah. always do. I mean, yeah. as, a, as a teacher, I understand when society doesn't value your job. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. important. Yep, exactly. And that's one of those. Yeah, like social. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, social work's like the one they're like, damn, they got it worse off than us. <laughs> 
<laughs> Respect. <laughs> game recognized game. This is <laughs> tip in the fitted. <laughs> this is why I gotta get these degrees. I gotta get a little higher, so then I got a little bit more to work with, mm-hmm. so yeah. I can get overworked a little less. You make a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just trying to fucking scra- make your way in fucking America these days. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, gosh. <laughs> Tough on these streets. Yeah, you know, I think people. I got a huge argument. Shout out to Marvin. I'm calling Marvin. You guys, do you know? You guys know Marvin Gonzalez. You know Marvin. He used to be in Spoken Views. I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got in a huge argument because I was like, kids have it way worse today than we did. The world is a much shittier place. <laughs> and we and he disagreed and he was like, "There's they have it so easy." I was like. What are you talking Marvin, about? I hope he's struggling. listening to this right now. Like, <laughs> Marvin, we, like Marvin, we graduated. I'm like, Marvin, we're the exact same fucking age. We were born on the same day. Like, we graduated <laughs> high school at the same time. Like, the year 2000 was like, you know, we're looking to the future. Millennial kids. Everything was fucking bright. Like, there's no way you guys have that outlook that we did. I know. If you want to, like, make just basic money... <laughs> you have to go to school for. <laughs> you have to be in crippling debt. <laughs> crippling debt that you can't pay back. And then... You gotta get a PhD <laughs> to maybe make a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. And then Gen Z is so fucking depressed. Well, Gen Z is like yeah. it's like ridiculously depressed. Not against uh, Skynet. What have you had, what have what have you had to look forward to? In your <laughs> like, um, yeah, you guys were born like literally right before nine eleven. You didn't even get to enjoy the no. pre nine eleven world. No. Yeah, like I'm, when Bill Clinton and the technology age was coming, gas was cheap. You I know, think... like we were bitching about, you know, presidents getting blowjobs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest controversy ever. Yeah. And now, yeah. And, you know, now they're fucking traitors to mm-hmm. the own, you know, trying to overthrow mm-hmm. the government. Oof. Like, Yeah, I remember just like sitting there and I'm like, if I, if they would have told me that this was a, what adulthood was about, Mm-mm. I would have, <laughs> I would have packed it up. <laughs> I packed it up. I'm not doing adulthood. Yeah, adulting stuff. <laughs> it's way tougher now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not even doing like full 100% adult stuff. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, mostly because I can't, I can't move out. I can't afford to move out. Like, and here in Reno, like Reno, we grew up. What's minimum wage? Like, what do you guys make at your jobs? If you don't mind me asking. Oh shh. Not a, <laughs> do you guys tragic. make more than ten dollars an hour? Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. it's still tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, when I was in college, I was making ten, eleven dollars an hour. Hood rich, but <laughs> I was hood rich. But like time. my rent was like three seventy five a month. Oh my god, I could dream. Nice. I could dream. I... And that was her house. Like we lived in a super. Oh, or, okay. It was a super nice condo, three bedroom, three bath for three seventy five a month. Mm-hmm. What? I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, I wish I know. No, and I get a chance to live at home. So, like, all the money I made at a bicycle shop, I just, for travel. Not You know? Like, you know, Latino family. You stay home until you're married or, you know, so on and so forth. So, it was just like, yeah, work hard all summer because bike shops are super busy in the summer. Wintertime was slow. I got money to travel. Yeah, I I love the travel. I was looking at my finances. (laughs) Yeah, you got to figure out a budget, put a little bit. I don't know Mm -hmm. how this is gonna save. I'm making eighteen, but I'm like, I got, I got car bills. I got. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how like young kids can afford rent. Like, if you're like twenty something, how do you afford rent? They stay home. Yeah, stay at home. You live with like nineteen people, or you get a loan to pay for your. Your house, which is not the best option. No, no, no. But, but you got to do what you got to do. Because I'm like, we lived in a nice house in in Midtown Reno. I did with with uh, a couple friends a few years ago. But like, we were all grown as adults. Like, that's how we afford. Like, we have real jobs, so we could afford like 
you know, rent in this neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. part of Reno. Mm-hmm. I don't know if as high as it is, I don't know. I'm like, how do these fucking, how does anyone afford rent? So it's like San Francisco. Someone has the hallway. <laughs> Someone has like the just living room. Put the blankets in the living room. room. <laughs> no, because in San Francisco, I've been to friends place like that where they can't afford because they just moved there. So there's like uh, the living room split between two people and then they have blankets covering like split it in half and then covering the entrance and that's it. It's just terrible. I was like, and that's gonna happen here. I don't know why our rent looks like big cities. Yes. We're not when we're not. This I was looking at actual big cities to move to, and I was like, this doesn't it's make the sense. Same. <laughs> it's the same. No, like, this is what I complain about all the time. So if Reno had the same opportunities as a big city, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah, but it doesn't. No, nope. so you're so, just like, I'll just move to Orlando. Like, <laughs> Orlando, paying the same thing. Like, or, yeah, you yeah, could go, city, I mean, you go to Portland, you go yeah, Portland, Phoenix, yeah. Las Vegas, Phoenix, way yeah. cheaper than living here. And there's yeah. more opportunity. Vegas. There's yeah. more opportunities. That's mm-hmm. the things, the opportunity part. And here, the people move because they already got a job at Tesla, right? Yeah, that's where you work. Yeah. That's where you'll make like more than twenty an hour. Like Tesla, where warehouses, mm-hmm. Walmart. Well, they, you're gonna struggle the entire time. Yeah, oh it's, it's not gonna be a good. It's not gonna be a good experience. But you will make enough to mm-hmm. to afford your rent. Yeah, and they they take a lot out of your paycheck too. So mm-hmm. from, like from shysty. No things. one under twenty five can afford rents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't work at Panasonic. I just saw the that red district <clears throat> already had to lower the rent because no one's fucking moving in. Because mm-hmm. so, I think the original rent was like twenty two for lowest, mm-hmm. but now they have a special like I saw someone but one bedrooms as low as eleven hundred, and they're offering like two months free rent, and then they reduce the price on all the other ones. And over there is going to feel more like a big city because it's like uh, stores Mixed on the use. stores on the bottom, uh, housing on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like they couldn't. They can, you know, they can't, there's no one living there, Mm -hmm. which we all predicted. Like, Mm -hmm. who has that? I'm like, who can afford that? I'm like, I said that to my group of 40-year-old professionals. Mm -hmm. Who could fucking afford that? Like, no, (laughs) there's no way you guys, Mm -hmm. people your age can afford it. Uh, Especially going to school and like, yeah. yeah, Or even if you're out of school, like, it's not like you're going to be making 60 or 70 grand a year. No, you start entry level, Mm -hmm. which is still, still a crime. Like, I work for the man and I'm still struggling tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I've been there like seven years now or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. They talk about some of these government jobs. So, like, as like a social worker, they're talking, oh my God. Like, a lady came into like one of my classes and she's like, if you work for like 10 years, if you sell, if you sell your life to us for 10 years, maybe you could like make more than 70, more than 60, 70,000 a year. I was like, I, yikes. And, that, and that's, and that's like with the Maybe. Yeah. That's with yeah. yeah. That's like, like, a crippling student loan day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, like, damn, I gotta just like sell, like how do you give up 10 years of your life? No, okay. It's like that just in general for when I was um, talking to my mentor about what school to go to. She's like, I'm still paying off loans from my master's degree. <laughs> go to the places and give me money. Hard save. Yeah. Hard <laughs> save. Come on, Biden. Yeah. Come on, Biden. He can't. He, he can't. There's no excuse. He can cancel it. There's, I mean, they just sitting in until October. I'm like, it. there's no way that dumb fuck's going to um, make him start right before election season. Mm, yeah. Like, there's no way he it's does that. So, again. like, it's either going to get extended, like, you know, to 2023 Mm-hmm. Or like right before the election, he's gonna be like, "All right, they're they're canceled." I hope so. I hope yeah, yeah. that that would be that would be great. By the oh time I take out, by the time I take out loans, I'll be I'll dancing in the street. 
Sean has all day. Actually, I, you know, mine are about to be forgiven anyway, because you know you make. That's how long <laughs> you pay if you pay for ten years. Damn. They forgive you. Because I worked it also because I worked at a Title One mm. school for oh. so long, oh. so I got so yeah. I was just perks. like, are they that forgiving? I was like, damn. But if you sign up for like a payment plan, yeah, some of them it's like pay it for ten years and then the rest of it is forgiven. At the same time, you're trying to buy a house. And yeah. Car, and, like, that's a lot. And some people start, like, try, are trying to have families and, like, a yeah. bunch of, like, other, other shit. No, like, I have one kid. Everyone's asking me for my second kid. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you going to give me money? I'm poor as shit, right? Like, can't even afford this one kid. Mm-hmm. And we got a house, too. So it's just, like, yeah. you know, struggle bus is here. Mm-hmm. It's chugging along. This is what you have to look forward to, guys. Yeah. No, and like we even got lucky with our house too for our price that we got it, because like now our neighborhood is like it's good for us, but like to move into our neighborhood now is like good luck. Mm -hmm. All I see is California plates around me now. Oh, well, (laughs) let's take a break (laughs) from this depressing ass talk. Mm -hmm. Caesar, what's your song of the week this week? (sighs) The new Pusha T with Jay Z and Pharrell. It's called uh, Neck and Wrist. So listen and enjoy, guys. You're supposed to put the first 500 in the safe and lose the combination. Promise you the floor plans, nothing like the model. Summertime, winter fell. I'm the Night King, the Colgate Kilo. The hood needs whitening. We fish scale niggas like we all Pisces. Your bitch in my bubble like I'm still typing. She hoping that you let her go like a kite string. Your eco friendly jewelers, you keep recycling. Cartier bust downs, just not my thing to be in the center of that left and right wing. The only time you'll ever see me next to Brightling. Wonder where they started from. The facts are frightening. Richard Prize Flame gave birth to pipe dreams. Now we First here. In the beach with a million dollar auto. Bring the cameraman, we can shoot our own knuckle. 812 map black, looking like chocolate. I promise you the floor plans, nothing like the model. I'd be like, Jay-Z's a cheater. I wouldn't listen to reason either. All I know is he's a felon. How is he selling? We the Kaliba brothers. Deep down, I believe you love us. Huh. Feast your eyes. The peace unique is sapphire. Rappers liars. I don't do sapphire. 
satire. Neither I nor my wrist move mockingly. Y'all spend real money on fake watches, shockingly. They put me on list with these niggas inexplicably. I put your mansion on my wallet. You shitting me? I blew bird money. Y'all talking Twitter feed. Got different sob stories. Save your soliloquies. Welcome back. That was Caesar's song of the week. It was Neck and Wrist by Pusha T, Jay-Z, and Pharrell Williams. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, our album's coming out soon. Pharrell's been pushing out, or uh, Pusha's been pushing <laughs> some uh, yeah. singles out, you know, so it's good. One, one every couple weeks. Yeah, and, uh, and he's been on the circuit, you know. He was on Hot Ones. He was, you know, on Deezus and Marrow. And Jay-Z's verse was Flames. No, yeah. And everyone's like, if you look on the interwebs, they're like, oh, blue, this, that, that, that. And like, people are like, what, who's he talking shit to? <laughs> and then the guru, which is like, he's like a producer and things like that. He's just like, no, that has multiple meanings, you guys. It's not this fucking bullshit. Are you guys on Twitter or, mm. the, or social media that much? Okay, I'm on Instagram a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Twitter, if I go on, if I'm on TikTok, and they say go to go. See <laughs> TikTok <laughs> counts though. Yeah, yeah. TikTok counts though. You guys yeah. see the desperate like how desperate people are to like turn everything into drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like anytime drama. someone says, it's like anytime a music a song comes out, everything it's like, is they are they making fun? Who are they talking about here? Are they making fun? Of, is this a secret shot at? Bo- <laughs> <sighs> no. Everything. Sports but, is like that yeah. now. But I also love that pusher. He. Uh, asked the question he's like who is the best like dope rappers you know and he's like jay-z is first because he made a reasonable doubt then he put himself as two and then biggie three so you know i mean you gotta believe in yourself yeah yeah (laughs) but he's like he made reasonable doubt and like reasonable doubt is fantastic to me that's my favorite jay-z that's why i say it as well yeah um there you have it okay yeah new hot stuff um so talking about social media tiktok how do you guys feel about it addicted to it i had to put a timer on my phone (laughs) get off of it yeah like you're what is it like hours will just disappear because you're watching like one minute one minute videos and And then like all catered to you so which is scary except lately they've been they've been getting on my nerves (laughs) (laughs) but it's all stuff like you like so you're just like oh I like, you know, black talk. I like craft talk. I like, you black know. Black girl TikTok. <laughs> I like plus girl TikTok, you know, so. Yeah, the algorithm on Instagrams, because now they do, like, the TikTok-like videos, mm-hmm. the, the real, and they just, like, it, I'm like, it's perfectly catered to me. It's fucking cooking videos and barbecuing videos, and then there's, like, shoes stuff, and then there's, like, NBA stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck do they know all the stuff I like. It's Skynet. like perfect. It's, Skynet knows. Man. There's like, I'm you know, there's you. like six, there's like six of them, you know, and you scroll and then like every, you know, it comes up six of them that play in a row and like two of them will be a food video. One of the, uh, be like a, you know, Golden State Warriors video. One of them have like the latest sneaker drops or something. Mm-hmm. And then like two other things, you know, like uh, that I follow or something. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah you don't see your friend's stuff though. That's yeah, yeah. I was. I'm trying to like reset my timeline to see my friend's stuff, and I can't. It sucks. So you can reset it to chronological, but you have to like go in there, and push it every time. You can't just like set it all the time, oh. because Skynet knows, and then you get stuck for hours. Yeah, because TikTok <laughs> yeah. isn't. A, it's it's like the super version of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think it's a little easier to like see to like see like all the people you actually follow because they got the follow tab and then I'd be forgetting to click the follow tab and so then I'm just like see that's what yeah it like Instagram needs something like that where you could just flip back and forth I don't know. I mean, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I don't know how Face- that... Facebook's tough. Facebook's dead. <laughs> Facebook, I heard that's where all the drama would happen. Oh No, it is like all the, the adults and older adults than us. That's where yeah. they put their stuff Old in. people. There's too many old people mm-hmm. on Facebook that don't understand the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like all their family members and stuff, you know? And I'm just like... I feel like... Tw- I feel like Twitter's just like... I don't know. Work. Just complicated enough <laughs> to keep like people's mm-hmm. like... 90 year old grandmothers off of it <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like the baby boomers don't usually really use twitter mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like they loud they broadcast on, fa- on facebook, <laughs> on facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. like all oh, they family business mm-hmm. i said keep that to yourself <laughs> and people are very brave on facebook because now they have little communities like facebook like, is messy as fuck isn't no, it, so it is. messy. it's god not being on it anymore is so great. <laughs> That's how Twitter was. Twitter can get messy Freeing. so oh, quick. Free I mean, once you leave it. I I spent a lot of time on like NBA Twitter, and it's still petty as fuck. I'm like, God damn, I can't. Yeah, I can't, you guys are on my nerves today. Like, <laughs> Shut down. Yeah, I'm like I'm <laughs> not. Like I can't. I can't with these people. Like, but then some days it's the greatest. Mm-hmm. I like TikTok because people have like conversations back and forth through the sni- the stitches. Mm-hmm. So like. You can get different perspectives on the same yeah, topic. Yeah, but some of the people are really dumb. Yeah, but it ah. takes a lot of work. <laughs> no, some dumb people are committed, but it takes a lot of work to make a video <laughs> versus, like, getting in the comments. No, so. and that's what gets me mad, too. Like, it is a lot of work to do it, but you're still stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're gonna like, hit, you're hit, still, hit. like, <laughs> like you know, like, everywhere. it takes work to yeah. do, but you're still, like, coming out with dumbass ideas. Yeah, you're it not makes, saying anything <laughs> worth saying. Yeah. But you could use the internet. You, like you but. need to be the you need to be the production person on someone else's shit. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I just I don't know. Sometimes I feel weird about social media because like I don't want like some people have like their learning growth, their like learning mm-hmm. stages, so they have to like realize their ignorance online. And I <laughs> have to. That is a strong word because th- some people never do. Okay. Never. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should. Are you guys like self conscious about how older people view you and social using your social media? No, you don't give a fuck. No, <laughs> that, that's all they know. That's all they know. Just because you don't know how to use it. Because <laughs> like I feel like Caesar and I are just at the old enough of, of people that know how to use social, mm-hmm. and like people just a couple years older than us, like just don't use it, don't understand it, like you know, like. People I grew up with, I'm like, how are you not on any fucking social media? Oh, yeah. Like, you live a totally different existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For better or worse. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, that's why you never know what's going on. I'm like, the rest of us, like, at least look at Twitter and, like, read the news and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Just to be totally not, I'd feel disconnected from, like, I wouldn't know what was going on in the world. Yeah. I I feel like there's there's, like, a minimum level of engagement that, like, people in our generations have. Mm-hmm. Of like what's going on, it's because of social media. We yeah. pay attention mm-hmm. more to like mm-hmm. things around the world or things that are bad, and like people who don't, they're like, "Why are you always talking about this bad shit, bringing me down?" No, really, because that's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, when I go on social media, I like or I'll go on TikTok. I'm like, "Oh my god, is this happening?" I'm like, "Let me go search the internet <laughs> and find out what's actually happening in the world." So I do appreciate it on that front because I do a lot of 
Yeah, I feel like a lot, a lot of, of this shit was just hidden before, and people were yeah. getting away with it. I feel like that's what the back. That's all cancel culture is. All these fucking shitty people were getting away with doing shitty things to other people because they had to read it in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like on. The, it's everywhere. Like, damn. Maybe you should stop being shitty to other people. Like, no, nope, no, I can't do it. But I've but I've always been shitty to other people. It's and no one's cared. Never been called yeah. out. Yeah. I think I I love it when like Gen Z gets together and just like fucks with shit. So I think it was like some. I think it was like somebody trying to like order merch. It might have been like Trump or like, or or it or if it's like a comment box or like something. They were doing some fuck shit, and so like it would be. And then someone was like, "Oh, it would be so funny if like." Oh yeah, they did that with the Texas abortion law, where they were trying to uh, like the turn in people website. Yeah. So then like they flooded. Yeah, TikTok users just flooded (laughs) and overloaded their servers because they came with so many false and you know false calls and and yeah. (laughs) Snitching is great. Yeah, those are just like my favorite moments. I'm just like pure. I always every time I see that, I'm like, like how didn't someone think that that's like that was a good idea to start with? But like also not prepare for something like this. <laughs> Do you know it's because they always underestimate how how wild they are and how angry people are going to be. <laughs> that's true. The audacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had last last summer I taught this podcasting class through Upward Bound at UNR, and the first day the we had this guest speaker and she was talking about you know audacity like and you know do you guys understand what that word means and some like sophomore girl was like like the audacity men have oh yeah and the entire <laughs> chat exploded she's like like who is that because we were on a zoom you know because there's like six class and on a zoom like who said that like that i tried to find that girl so i was good. like god damn she uh, she understands because every time i tell that to someone mostly women they understand yeah exactly i was like god to be so young and understand that. I was like, high five. I need to talk to this young lady. <laughs> she is obviously very astute and knows what's up. <laughs> she knows her surroundings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard not to. Mm-hmm. Like, mostly in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old people are so dumb. Like, it's just... <laughs> teaching, teaching high school, that's what I, in middle school for so long, that's what I've come to learn. Like, you... Younger generations are so much smarter than these old people were, including yeah. us. <laughs> I told yeah. I told my students all the time. I didn't learn this in high school. The, t- the things I have spent like the last two weeks teaching you guys, I never learned about. You had to like school. dig yourself Ooh. to like learn things. You can't. It wasn't on the palm of our hands. I'm like no, yeah. Like I never learned any of this. Mm. Ooh, crazy. Uh, do you have an example? Um, yeah. We were just <laughs> okay, I'll put my mic away. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, the other day, because I teach government, so we were talking about, um, like, how the Senate works and, Ooh. like, how bills become law. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're having to, like, read about the filibuster and how that works because it's something that's super big and affects us right now, but the average American has no idea how it fucking works or what it is or, like, why there's a controversy over it. No. And I'm like, yeah, and like, I'm like, it's taking two days to talk about this, but like, which is nothing, but it's something that's super important to like every person in this country that affects us like all the time. And I was like, I was like, to put this in perspective, I'm like, you know, the filibuster has been around for like a hundred years 
And I'm like, there's only been like 2,400 in the history of the country. And over 1,200 of those have happened in the last 10 years. Damn. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Damn. I didn't know that either. Yeah. It's something that was rarely used. And usually it was used to block civil rights legislation mm. by Southern racists. And there's, I bet you can guess which party uses it all the time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. So I'm just like, yeah, it's stuff like that. Or like next week we're going over like uh, credit scores and how tax like how taxes oh, work. I wish I, I would have learned that. Class. What is, like what's happening? I should have been in your class now. Sean's an awesome teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like because you have that one where uh, everyone's like they're in the field. Everyone closes their eyes and they step forward, right? Oh yeah, the, that like, one's we a did, fantastic. We used one. to do a. Uh, oh, I should do that. Mm. Um, Especially at Reno. Privilege walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did no, those. Yeah, I used to do that in my class all the time and like all sorts of shit with that just to show them like even with, you know, and this was at, you know, my old school trainer, even in that very small neighborhood, there's huge differences in each of their experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like just you know, like all of you have, you know, your different advantages in life. They got to see it and appreciate, you know, some, some it like helped some of them appreciate what they had, you know, when they look back and see, you know, and then like sometimes the kids in the back would be crying. Like, this is like a tough experience, but it makes me realize, you know, like how much harder I have to work. But you got to realize that at some point. Yeah. Because some mm-hmm. people never do. Oh. Yeah. It's like a late awakening. I don't know. She gets real sometimes, but I'm like, I mean. <laughs> you need to be sometimes, you know? Cause like Especially now, I'm like, you guys are about to go out into it. Like, if you don't learn this now. Yeah. And you don't make 80K, have fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I wish someone would have told me how much money you actually need to make to survive. Oh my God. Like a goal? Like, like maybe. Or just like how much everything goal. costs. Yeah. Like, maybe I try and explain that to my middle school. I'm like, you guys have no concept of money. Like, you don't no, even I know, know how, what a, how lot of money a year is, right? Yeah. Like, explain to them, like, all right, like, the average person makes, like, 45 grand a year, 50 grand nice. a year. Which, in a, so then you're like, then they'd be like, oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah. yeah so I'm like, poverty. how much is your rent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, let's break this down. I'm like, how much is, like, 50 grand a year yeah. per month and then we start bringing shit down like yeah. whoa do you I'm like, like yeah milk? like do no like one Netflix? is balling out here yeah. like you guys are tripping yeah. like you like if you want to make more than that in life you need to start working hard yeah like you ain't gonna get that shit just like cruising through this shit man and sometimes doesn't even happen with degrees yeah, either you, work hard you know and you still i have a bunch used, of friends yeah. with degrees that don't even use their degree for the job they're yeah at. you're gonna have to work mm-hmm. a long time to make more than that mm-hmm. so i'm like <laughs> or invent something do yeah. something like it's almost like when all you think lottery. you're gonna be making six mm-hmm. figures I'm like you <laughs> you'll be making six figures every biannually yeah. like <laughs> every couple <laughs> years <laughs> you better learn what that word means too yeah. bro <laughs> And now that inflation's at a wild ass amount, oh have fun with that. Yeah. Damn. It's like worse and worse. <laughs> Yesterday's price, not today's <laughs> price. Seriously. <laughs> and Drake does have bars sometimes. Who else said that? Like, I don't know. Or something. I don't know. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I I heard it in a Drake song, but I know it's from like a video. Like a, yeah, it's like a video. Like or like TikTok, TikTok video or something. Or something. Like <laughs> back back to TikTok. <laughs> Social media, aka Skynet, they know what's up. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Anyways, let's go to my song of the week. All right, what's your song, Sean? So recently, Talib Kweli and Yasin Bey, aka Most Def, recently by Yuri and I mean yesterday announced mm-hmm. they have a new coming album coming out 
Black Star 2, something, something, something. No Fear of Time, I think. No Fear of Time. It's got great graphics. Already. Already. It drops May 2nd. So in celebration of that, I got the original classic definition off the original Blacks. The the game, the life-changing the single, the life-changing album for me. All right, Hello, listen and enjoy. everybody. So. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, from the first to the last of it delivery is passionate the whole and not the half of it forecasting aftermath of it projectile and i'm blast away accurate assassinship me and quality close like bethlehem and nazareth after this you be pressing rewind on top your master this shining like an asterisk for all those that Connected like a roundhouse from the townhouse to the tenements Cause all my Brooklyn residents Don't let heavy regiments Don't believe, hear the evidence We're Brooklyn See that? Try to take it all, can't believe that From where they send the tree at To where the police react Tell them quality, equality And tell them what we be at Brooklyn, New York City Where they paint murals of Biggie and Cash We trust cause it's ghetto fabulous life Look pretty, what a pity Blunts are still 50 cents It's intense Street sense is dominant, can't be covered with incense. My presence felt, my name is Polly from the eternal reflection. People think your MC is shorthand for misconception. Let me meditate, set it straight. Came to the conclusion that most of these cats is featherweight. Let me demonstrate, walking the streets is like battling. Be careful with your body. You must know karate and think your soul is bulletproof like Sade. Stop acting like a bitch already, be a visionary. And maybe you can see your name in the column of obituaries. Third grade teacher reading and talking about, I knew he'd amount to nothing. Neighbors like he was the quiet type. Who'd have thought they was fronting? Talking loud like like you and RCA get carted away with body parts and trays. What a way to start your day, yo! It's like one, two, three. Most heavens are in We came to rock it on to the tip top. Best alliance in hip hop. Why oh? I said one, two, three. It's kinda dangerous to be an MC. It's shot to pot and Too much violence in hip hop. Why oh? I said my hat keep on making it. Brooklyn keep on taking it. So relax. Back. Red Hook where we're living at Clearly got me struggling and hustling and bubbling It ain't about production and what is we discussing When the cock crows, my crop grows and they want me to rock flows Driving for perfection ever since I was a snot nose Colossal, true original, we were apostle Standing on the rooftop with the Zulu Gestapo You think you the shit, somebody in the wings will force you to quit It could be your crew or click or some random kid you smoke Buddha with Consider me the entity within the industry Without a history of spitting the epitome of stupidity Living my life, expressing my liberty you gotta be done properly my name is in the middle of equality people follow me and other cats to hear them flow and assume i'm the real one with the lyrics like i'm Cyrano. still sipping with your well water imported from pluto 360 milliliters for all the believers in my welcome back guys that was sean's song of the week and it was definition by black star the classic what do you have to say can't wait for the album to come out mm-hmm. um two of my favorite rappers of all time and uh you know their first album blew my mind and changed my life is that the one with the ice cream truck yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 music video. Mm-hmm. They're driving around New York City, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or probably Brooklyn, Brooklyn specifically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. BK all day. All right, ladies, are you guys ready for the meandering questions? Sure. Hard hitting. Hard hitting questions. <laughs> Go for it. All right. First question: Who was someone who was a role model for you when you were younger, and who's someone who's a role model for you now? I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> we come in. This is like the the toughest one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that my aunt was a role model when I was younger. So, like, there's, like, there are, there's a few nuns in my family. Um, and so she was able to just, like, travel the world, like, actually, like, trying to directly help people. And I always thought that was, like, super cool. Um, now, I think maybe my mother, my mother's, like, my mother's a boss lady. She's, like, she gets shit done. You said that poem about her last week. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it was very it really explains mm-hmm. the experience of a of a immigrant, mm-hmm. you know, differing from their parent. Yeah, I think like we have like such uh, the the poem he's referring to is called "Glass Tongue," but um, we have such like unique experiences as immigrants, and then daughter and then daughter sons like um, just children of immigrants. So, just. I just got so frustrated with like the way that America treats people, even though like they're talking about like come to America, it's so great. Like we let like like we're gonna welcome you in, America the free, home of the brave, like all of that. And so I think this poem, I just really wanted to tell parts of her story and really just kinda like call out was what I've like seen. But I definitely say my mother is is like um my role model because like she came here with like little like very little money started working like this the like the so your parents day. met here no it's mm. it's kind of a cute story <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a cute story so my my dad was an international student so he went back home to nigeria and um he was i think he was older so he was just like this like his family was probably like why aren't you married yet <laughs> 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 and so he said that um one night he was just like he was like praying and he was just like like lord like bring someone like into my life and like the next day his cousin <laughs> his cousin called him he was just like hey so i know like this like this girl from a nice family <laughs> yo i got somebody <laughs> and that you could that i think that you like and so like my dad like that that next day went over and like um met like uh my grandparents on my mother's side like my, my mother and just like and then he left and then they started exchanging letters and like oh my gosh it's like a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's, yeah, it's like a romantic yeah. comedy you're listening, listening to mm-hmm. yeah and so eventually they got married in nigeria and then um came and then he brought my mom to america I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I thought we had talked before about that because I was like, did they, did they not, did they meet here? So they met there and then mm-hmm. made the, made the jump together. Yeah. So like the next day, my mother, like the next few days, my mother started working here. Like before all of her, like, um, all, because she had an education in Nigeria, she was a nurse in Nigeria, but she didn't, they had to wait for it all to transfer over. So she started working as like a lower level nurse and then eventually like all her certifications came in. And so then she was able to like. Um, do more now she like owns um, she owns a business that's specifically like opening up group homes for people with mental and physical disabilities nice boom American yeah. dream right there mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you Samora well mine aren't so cute <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition um, okay so I think when I'm growing up like I was really obsessed with like Alicia Keys so like anything she did I wanted to do <laughs> I was like Alicia Different Keys is in. 
I was like, oh, she's in Egypt. I'm going to Egypt. She's doing this. I'm doing that. <laughs> but um, also, I think, like, my older cousins were, like, role models because I was like, I want to be like them. I want to, you know, like, not necessarily for good reasons. I was like, I want to be popular. I want to be this and that. And then I just, <laughs> when I got to high school, I was like, this is not applicable to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, you were self-aware, though. I love (laughs) knowing yourself early is very important. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a track star. I'm not a... (laughs) So, but um, I think now it's just like the people um, in my life that I met in my major, people I met through poetry, just um, a compilation of people who, like, helped me out in different ways. And I can... Not just looking at the things they did, but looking at the things they didn't do. And so um, being able to learn from that, too. Yes. I feel that. Learning from the mistakes. All right, next one. Um, what do you guys do to decompress? Oh my god, I just did it today. <laughs> okay, so um I sound like old lady, but I'm a craft girl. Okay. <laughs> my mom's got a cricket. You don't know what that is. It's just uh, like my a- fiance has one actually. Yeah. <laughs> she's got, I got her she's got all the accessories and everything. <laughs> so my mom has that. So I just um today I just like did some painting and then I made some stuff on the cricket because like I can't paint well. So all the images <laughs> that's supposed to be on the on the canvas, I printed out on the cricket. Um but like most of the time I just like to be able to write too. That's been hard, especially since I had burnout. Um, my therapist was like, mm, I think you. <laughs> and so I didn't like I wasn't able to write during that time. So, um, yeah. So just doing different things. Um, I'd say for me, definitely writing. Um, because like if I'm dealing with like complex emotions, I can definitely I can like at least start something and figure out like like where I'm like hitting a block. So it's not necessarily me finishing a piece. It's more of like me like hitting a block. Um I think I also I also watch anime not as much as like I used to because like <laughs> I just like fallen off like like I used to be able to keep up with like like seasonal anime I, I now have no idea what's out or what's popular what's anything like right, so anime dramas like stuff like that um, and then meditation if I can ever just like sit sit my ass down and do it <laughs> nice actual meditation mm-hmm. yeah all right next question. What is your goal as an artist, personally and professionally? Oh, shoot. My goal is just, right now I've been going through the writer's block. My, <laughs> honestly, my goal is just to write something decent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I've been writing like little be- bits and pieces, but not necessarily like a whole thing that I'm proud of. So just to be able to do that would be great. Um, and then, yeah, for the future, um, I just want to be able to continue doing like I love doing poetry workshops so to somehow I don't know in some capacity figure out how to do that whether that's like in the community I end up being at you know that schools whatever I don't know do I want to do it um yeah for me I have so many like really cool poems that I started and never never finished and so they're just like living in like a in like my google drive right now but so actually being able to like flesh out some pieces would be cool I think I just want to be around poetry people in the future. I don't know. I'm not super focused on like trying to release anything or anything like that. I just want to be like around poetry people and around like open mics and things like that. So like wherever I like I end up in the next like few years, I want to be at least close to like a poetry community. Good. Nice. Next one. Uh, musically. What are you girls listening to? 
A lot of R&B. Yeah, lots of... <laughs> we, we were literally talking about how we wanted to make different playlists, but I'm like, you're, all your playlists just isn't emerging because you listen to one genre. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's more, that's more for me. I think... I love Lucky Day. Like, I'm obsessed with that Lucky Day. That new album is <laughs> I'm very good. I'm obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Like, he is my baby, and I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of Lucky Day. Um, sometimes I float in between genres, lots of like neo soul and like alternative R and B and stuff like that. Did you see? Did you guys you know, say this from our oh future? I, Her new album just came out yesterday. I love the other love of my life. The other, the actual love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sid. Um, God, yeah. Check out her new album. Mm-hmm. Just came out yesterday. Yeah, when I found out she had a girlfriend, I know it's like common knowledge, but I don't be stalking on Instagram like that. Just <laughs> depressed. I was just. <laughs> was well, she me. might not, because this whole album's about her, a breakup. Ooh. Hey, Sid. Oh. We're acting like we have a chance. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no chance. I know. Uh, See, this is how I reacted when I found out Alicia Keys was married to Swiss Beats. Swizzy. Or when Beyonce got with Jay-Z. You know, like, this is perf- perfectly rational feelings you guys are, are feeling, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What's your favorite TV show right now? What are you binging? Um. Okay. I love the show Pose so much. Mm. It's just, like... The first season was just, um, just talking about like ballroom community back in like the my 80s. my fiance watched that show. Yeah, I saw some. Yeah, at first, like at first, it was just like setting the scene and telling you what it's about. But like throughout the seasons, it gets like they add a little bit of like education in there, and they mention like real like organizations and actual movements that happen. So you're just like, oh, okay. Not only am I, it's like, and that's like 1980s New York, right? Early yeah. 80s New York, yeah. And then it moves to and it like progresses through time. So they're at the 90s in the third season, but yeah. So much stuff. It's great. Um, I'd say for me, the last thing I probably binged that wasn't a drama, um, like a Taiwanese drama, was Kotaro Lives Alone. Oh, I love that. So it's like, it's like this, like, it's this animated show on Netflix. It's about like this boy who's just, four. I, he's four years old. <laughs> and he, and he lives by himself in an apartment. Like, they're just like, where are your parents? What? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, because I think I've seen this on my like to watch, but I never checked it out. It's a good one. It's kind of sad though, yeah. but like it's. Well, amazing. I mean, four year old living by himself is pretty <laughs> depressing. Off, off the jump, so yeah. like, <laughs> unless he's found immediately, I don't see how this is gonna. Be. Yeah. How does he pay rent? <laughs> insurance, insurance from his mom. He doesn't know his mom is dead though. And yeah. then, oh my god, she's wow. gonna spoil it. And oh, then, shit. so I spoil it. Everyone knows that he's, you learned that the first episode. You're like, where's his. That's true. You're and just like, where are his sadder, parents? Though. Yeah. God. I don't know if I can handle watching. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's so no, good. It's so, like, genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, you want him to succeed and, like, grow. And that's all I want. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's so good. Four years old though. I know. I'm like, God damn. But, she, but he does. A, he does a lot for a four year old. He's he, like in a whole adult yeah. at a four at the age of four. Adults be trying to help him. He be running away. Stranger <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> danger. <laughs> you look suspect. I'm out. I'm out. So he's a smart kid. Yeah. Would recommend. Mm-hmm. All right. What's it called again? Kotaro lives alone. All right. Mm-hmm. Put it on, baby mama. She'll be crying. I know. <laughs> Damn. When should I watch this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like, this is gonna be like a before I go to bed. Oh, this is gonna no, be like no. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, middle of the day. Middle of the day. All right. 
Uh, last one. What is something that is not taught in schools but needs to be? Oh, my God. I'm about to – sorry. I'm going to get so heated. So um, – so I've just been talking about sex education literally oh all, my God, yeah. all year because like I had to do like a project for like my social work um, class and it was like a legislative project where I had to like take a bill and then I'd had to like talk about it and like lobby for it. And there was like a bill that was supposed to be passed, I want to say back in 2017, 2018, that would have given like scientific base, like fact, like factually correct like sexual education to like public schools and like had them enforce like actually had to have to teach it to students so like i'm just like so passionate like why don't we have this because like all of us don't it like sounds like the devil's work yeah <laughs> sounds like the, the filibuster came this in. sounds my like god. crt yeah. my god <laughs> filibuster came in and shut it I was down like, like people would know about their bodies like why don't we like why don't we know about like our own bodies. Like I had to learn about like my body in college. Mm -hmm. And in my college class, I'm taking um, sociology, sociology of sexualities. And my teacher was like, yeah, I know some of y'all did not actually learn sex education. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a crash course wow. <laughs> real quick. But um, yeah. it's like, I learned like actual things. Like I didn't actually know how my birth control worked in any way, shape or form, mm -hmm. like kind of, but like doctors didn't explain it well. Mm -hmm. Internet was like little, <laughs> little <laughs> sketch. Sketch. I got to class and I was like, oh. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. I've just been taking this shit. Didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was, it was messing with things on the inside. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like like being able to learn it because like my like experience with um with sex ed education like in middle school was apparently like one of the years that they weren't like teaching it. I think like the year before they like fully didn't teach it at all. Yeah, I mean Washoe County just started doing sex ed within the last you know decade. Yeah, which is just like like and it, there's a law in the books that makes them require like requires them to teach it, but they just weren't doing it. But like my experience, like like we we had talked about like diseases, and then they distracted my teacher for the rest of the time about magazines, and that was that was it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, yeah, they don't do all right. Great, that was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct. Yes. Um, there's lots of things you can say here. Samara, do you want to say something else? Or? Hmm. I kind of think that that was the one. Yeah. Just the basic stuff that we talked about earlier, like taxes. Budgets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I was they are changing that. Although they're kind of not. They screwed that up. Mm -hmm. So they're, now, instead of having government for a whole year, you're supposed to have economics for half a year. But instead of it being like financial management economics, it's like, macroeconomics which is not really that useful for 17 year olds who are not like yeah, yeah. it's like theoretical it's just like they screwed that up so like right now like the last part of government class is like financial management that's why we're doing what we're doing in my class mm -hmm. um i'm just doing it early because tax day is coming up so i'm like we'll do these things and we'll get to the rest of the financial system later but yeah they did change that but then they're changing it again so yeah, it's just not emphasized. Mm. Yikes. Well, well good are, job on the meandering it. questions. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, had us, like, thinking deep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, next up we have our Hero of the Week, and it's simply Kentaji oh. Brown-Jackson, just for, like, the disrespect and, like, grace she had to show. I just, you know, like, 
they walked out as she would they like refused to sit there mm-hmm. uh, and like fucking Lindsey Grant like didn't wear a tie so he couldn't vote in person because like no, you have to wear a tie and they, like the disrespect is just off the fucking yeah. charts even for you know the the caucasity was on extra that day like yeah and I was literally sitting there because like they like I know her qualifications and I was like. She is overqualified for this, for this job. job. She, she has. She's going for the highest, like judge of the highest court of the land. I think they need to make a, a better position. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's too That's good what happens this. when you're black, though. You can't be good. You can't be great. You have to be undeniable. Yes. <laughs> Your greatness has to be unassailable. Exactly. Because they couldn't touch her qualifications. Mm-hmm. Could not. That's where. The, that's where the term black excellence comes from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hero of the week. Not throwing hands, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got the petty move of the week today. So, a Stanford professor called the cops on a Berkeley professor about their consulting fee that it was like too much, it was like five thousand dollars an hour, and she snitched on them. What, yes, they're like calling her like the Karen professor <laughs> right oh, now, damn. yeah. So they just like called and complained that her competitor was char- charging more, charging too much, probably getting paid. Yeah, because yeah. he like the Berkeley professor was teaching other teachers in like other schools. You know, it's like for like a whole day, it'd be like sixty k. You know, but I mean, you got to make your money somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, she was snitching. Why hating? She was. <laughs> she was a white lady too. You know. So, you know, if you guys want to. What see was the the other oh, professor? Guys. Uh, Berkeley one? Ah, uh, they didn't show. Mm. Oh, wait. Is this him? Oh, yeah. Black man. Oh, oh, oh. there it is. There we go. There, there it is. Okay. okay. Boom. Sounds about white. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. There you we know. go. That, mm. That's all comes together. Yeah. So, you know, salute to Professor Karen. Petty, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the bad kind of petty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we just want to make sure to remind you guys before we get to our fuckboy of the week, that uh, you can call us and leave a message and tell us a story. So last week on Storytime, I explained how my intern uh, basically got fired in the most ridiculous way possible right in front of me. So if you have a similar story where either you were fired or you witnessed someone get fired, call us, share it with us, and we'll, we'll put it on the air to laugh about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the phone number is 775 800-9153 so that's 775-800-9153 give us a call and share the worst firing you've ever witnessed or experienced yeah so now we're on fuck boy fuck boy of the I week my fuck boy this little teenager michael Cormay, i think is his name but he's a tennis player so he lost when he went to shake uh, his opponent's hand, he slapped him in the face. Wow. Mm-hmm. What does his opponent do? Uh, he just like back. They both. Well, he got very he was scared. A slap him. This is Will Smith's fault. Yeah. <laughs> no, but also like the guy who slapped him, Michael, as soon as he slapped him, he like ran back too. Mm-hmm. Thanks, oh, Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was scared. But, you know. 15, or catch a racket. like <laughs> 15-year-old kid, Michael. You know, that is a fuckboy move to mm-hmm. run away too. Yeah, the videos can't even stand there and the take the repercussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming, you ladies for coming and joining us again, and sharing your story and educating us old people and our listeners about <laughs> what's really going on. Stuff on the streets. What's really going on? 
But uh, if someone wants to support Wolf Speak or check it out, how can they? You can follow us on Instagram. So it's Wolf Speaks underscore UNR. Mm-hmm. That's our main thing. We also have an open mic on April 19th at Laughing Planet at 7 p.m. Open to the public. And yeah. Do you guys have regular open mics? Like Yeah, we usually have it. Try to have one every month um, during the school year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check them out if you want. And uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you'd like to share a poem, now's the time to do it. You don't have to. <laughs> with your reactions yeah. you, you don't have you to you don't have to yeah <laughs> unless you like if you had something you wanted to share i know i didn't give you any 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 i know we're, we're pulling stuff up <laughs> do you do you want to go somewhere i mean go? i feel like since i talked about glass talk I might you should just do it like, yeah yeah i just might want to there do we it. go all right okay this might be a little rusty Ooh, goodness My mother is Nigerian to her bones. From the Bible she keeps in her drawer to the hymns she sings while praying, cooking, and dancing. She came to this country with a suitcase full of dreams and a mouthful of sand. You see, English was my mother's second life. One she hoped to pave with hard work and dedication to turn familiar poverty into concrete and build a better future. Unfortunately, every time she spoke, sand would get caught in in between her syllables, reducing everything to dust. So then I was there to translate her English into American. Even as my mother's English improves, whenever she praises me, she says, I love the way you speak, how you handle your English so delicately as if it was glass. So for a moment, let's pretend that these English classes have been melted down and draped over this mouth, so when I stick out my tongue, I find reflections that are not my own. A broken English that fails to be perfect, critiquing my American until I am at risk of cracking in its seams, stained glass is only accepted in churches while the rest shatter easy like dreams of America. Dreams of success. English is the hardest language to swallow, but it's easy to ignore the choking. It'll try to digest its way through you. Maybe that's why foreign gums seem to bleed so easy. Yet, when they smile at us with cracked teeth, we tell them to try again in seven years, come back with a tongue more pliable and English Americans can see themselves in. Maybe then we'd be able to find this better future. But now, years later, I still wonder about my mother. Time has mellowed out her accent, but I've always been curious to why she continues to mispronounce words like cucumber, cucumbe, and sandwiches, sandwiches, despite being corrected. And it leads me to think maybe not everything is so easily broken. Ooh. <laughs> Heat. Heat on the mic. <laughs> Okay, I have a really short one, okay? And it's called Things Poets Say. This is all things that poets have said, so... Okay. (laughs) One says, God is black. I nod my head in agreement. I already knew that. After all, we are made in his image. I heard God was a black woman. My eyes lit up, mind open, and I swear I saw her in that moment. I heard 
God was a single mother. Carries pepper spray in her purse because you know God got things to do. I heard God was a black transgender woman because who knows better what it's like to be trapped in an image of a man. And I snapped. Had a man sitting on my heart and I clapped because I knew all these things to be true. Woo. <laughs> awesome. Well, ladies, again, thank, thank you, you for joining us. It's been a fantastic episode. Um, maybe in another four years, we'll have you guys back on <laughs> yes. and see how you're changing the world. That'd be cute. Where are they now? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, thank you for having us. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, definitely. Make, maybe bring Jennifer, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be really yeah. But uh, until next time, uh, this is Sean. Uh, reminding you to check Caesar and I out every Friday night from 9 to 11 where we play nothing but the best things in hip-hop on 97.7 K-Week. It's still a photo. Um, respect each other and uh, drink some water. Peace. Salute.